Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. I'm pretty excited for this week's episode because I haven't noticed this until today, but I've been talking to Megan a lot about what we're going to talk about today, and then Megan's like, well, let's make an episode about it. So we're going to be talking about, and I feel like you guys probably will have some sense of what we're saying, but if not, then like, wow, you're about to be exposed to a whole new world. So there, it has come to our attention that there is a growing breed of entrepreneurs, usually young adults or college students or teenagers that are trying to you know, make their own money because who wants to work for someone else? And they do it though, like the difference between this and an actual entrepreneur is that they do it through essentially scamming other people like out of and just not we'll real business that. ventures. And so that's what today's episode is going to be about because Sierra kept complaining about it and I was yeah, like, you know I've what? I've seen far too many examples on YouTube and just like on TikTok even, so we must talk about it. <laughs> but before, before we do that, yeah, we're going to get into our weekly spotlights. So, um, at first I was kind of having trouble thinking of ones, but then I was like, oh, actually, I had like a pretty good week last week. So, one, if you guys watched our most recent vlog, I got a haircut and I am really excited about it. I think it looks really good. And also, I actually really enjoyed our Saturday when we did like four different workout classes. I yeah, video fun, fun. Uh, TC2 if you don't watch those videos, then go check it out. You can see us do four different workout classes in one day. We did a bar class, and then we did a boxing class, followed by a hot yoga class, and then a Zumba class. So it was all a pretty fun time, and going to all those different studios that we'd never been to before, it was just like, wow, this is fun and like different, and it wasn't just me going to the rec like I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of intrigued to potentially get a membership at one of the places, but I'm making myself wait a little bit and actually like think about if I really need a membership, but it is intriguing to me. The mm-hmm. Hot Works Place, I don't know if any of you guys know what that is, but it's a place where, it, I think that this business model is just really interesting because I'd never heard of it before. So you get 24-7 access if you're a member. The price is pretty good compared to other memberships. And you book different class times, either a 30-minute time for isometric workouts or 15 minutes for a hit class or a hit style class. And you're in this room that's like a sauna. It gets to like 127 degrees Fahrenheit. And you're working out in that temperature. It also has infrared rays. rays. So I guess that has some other sort of health benefit. But essentially, you're just in this super hot room and they have different classes like bar, hot yoga, resistance related stuff. And just like, they've got a couple different things that you can choose from, but you're just like in this room that like only fits like three people. And then mm-hmm. you do the workout for either 30 or 15 minutes. And, and then it's led on done. a TV. So there's no like instructor yeah. in the class. You can Which do that. I, your like. I think it's, I think and it's I think nice. I'm really intrigued if I were to get a membership, I would imagine I'd go like twice a week, I think. And they have an ab class and then a cycling class. And I think it could be fun to do, like, the ab class 
and then like the cycling class because I have been slacking on my cardio and HIIT working out. So I feel like the cycling would be a good way to like get it done in 15 minutes and call it a day and probably still sweat way more than I would sweat. The amount that we sweat in the hot yoga class kind was of insane. actually insane. Like it was, I mean, it's 127 degrees, so I'm sure you guys can imagine. Which like, it was actually like, isn't as hot as you think it would be. But my body was sweating so much. Like I couldn't even imagine sweating that much. It was actually insane. Like I walked out of the sauna room after we were done and I was just like, whoa, it's, like, cold now. Yeah. And then I was just, like, I have to, like, dry off before I can, like, put my coat back on. And so yeah. um, they did give you towels and stuff, which was very necessary because I had so much sweat that I just had to wipe off. But it's off. so nice. Like, you're just in your own, like, small room. It's so zen. And, like, you're own, in your own little world. Yeah. So. And I don't know, like, not that I would really need it to be a 24-7 access place, but, like, when things are, that just intrigues me because it means I'm that like, I Like, I could, could go at, like, 3 a.m. if I wanted to. Yeah. I don't think I ever would, but... I um, could. We also went to a bar class. That was the first one we did. That was also a really good experience. I because, liked it. Um, I liked the class just in general, and nothing was too far out of my reach. There are definitely things that were hard because I'm not used to doing workouts like that. It's a lot of pulsing stuff, and sometimes we'd be pulsing for so long, I'd be like, how are we still doing this? How's everyone else doing just fine? And I'm, like, dying right now. But it was still good, and the later on in the class, it got a little bit easier I would say which was nice because the beginning I was like I just Mm -hmm. don't know if I can keep going but I really like the aesthetic of the bar class place and you know that's always nice just because it's like cool to show up to a studio and it's just it looks really nice I thought the boxing was kind of fun it's eight rounds of three minute punch sequences which actually goes by pretty quickly it's only obviously like 24 minutes and then there's a warm-up that we missed because we were kind of late. We were a little late. We and were running t- from our first class. Yeah, and then it ends with an ab workout, and I liked the ab exercise that we did. Okay, at the end of the class, we were doing this thing where we put our feet under the boxing bag, and you had to slowly, like, do it was a, like you counted down from an 10. eccentric contraction to, like, laying down, so you had to, like, hold your abs still, like... And you're just, like, slowly you're leaning yourself. back. He's like, I'm just going to count down from 10, and, like, you don't touch the mat until we're at 1. So I was like, okay, no big deal. We did it the first time, totally normal. And then the next time we do it, he goes, like, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 7, 8, 7. And he, like, it was, like, 30 seconds. I was like, what it are we doing? It was a long time. Um, I liked boxing overall. Like, I would maybe do some sort of, like, drop-in type class. I don't even know if that's actually offered, but... Theoretically, if I could, I liked it enough to do that, but I don't know if I would go back. It was, like, within this other gym, though, so I think it was, like, a boxing class within, like, the people owned a gym also. I'm not sure. But the gym was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was rather empty, but maybe that'd be a plus because the campus rec is so busy. And um, then we had a Zuma class, and that was actually fun. It was actually fun. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting to enjoy it, but I actually was like, this isn't too bad. Like, I'm catching on to the choreography. that was our last class of the day, and it was the last thing that I wanted to do. I was like, I'm already in my apartment. I don't want to go to the rec right now and, like, do another workout. I thought it was going to be incredibly hard because I thought it was going to be, like, super hit cardio-focused. Yeah. And it was just, like, some chill dancing for well, an Well, I swear we've been, like, in high school, we did some Zumba classes. Right? I swear those were hard. Maybe it just, like, was not as hard as a Zumba class, or maybe I just am, like, I have better cardio now, but it was not hard at all, which was actually a really nice surprise, because I don't know what I would have done if it was actually super hard. All right, that was, I guess, kind of both of our weekly spotlights, but do you have any other... 
My weekly spotlight is that I finished probably all of my PT school interviews. So I finished my fourth and final one last Friday, and now I just wait back to hear from all of the schools and could you yeah. hear from one tomorrow? I yeah. Well, I guess by when the you guys are listening, up, yesterday I heard from it. The school, at least one of them, probably. So send good vibes to um, the past. Yeah, but I'm really like as soon as I finished my last interview on Friday, I was like, ah, huh, like wow, that's what it feels like to actually be done, mm-hmm. and now I can actually just like not like all those questions that I was like preparing for for interviews. It was like I could fi- I, I could finally just like Goodbye. forget about it, like See forget about it. See ya all the interview prep that I had done or, like, looking into schools and just all of that stuff, it was, like, I'm done. Like, doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Megan and I both had uh, different things bookmarked on our computer being, like, you know, popular interview questions. Like, just, I had, like, five things bookmarked in case I had to go and look at it. And, like, when I was done with my interviews, I was, like, goodbye, 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 mm-hmm. goodbye, never gonna see you again. Yeah, so it's kind nice. of nice. I mean, obviously, I'm still a little bit, like, we don't know yet, but it is nice to have finished the interviews and be, like, well, I'm done with my application for them. Like, yeah. I can't like you do, can't anything, do else. anything else to prepare because there's no more interviews to prepare for. So. Yeah. so, yeah, that was good. And this week has also just been kind of nice. We have to do some studying and pick that up a little bit because we have exams next week. But I'm just kind of happy that we actually like don't have anything hectic going on this week. So I'll be I'll be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, before we get started with the bulk of the topic, we want to remind you guys that we have merch available on Teespring. It is linked in our Instagram bio. As well as I think some sort of thing is listed in this episode description, but sometimes I think that the link gets messed up, so I will try to make sure that it is not messed up, but you can see how it's spelled out, and if you still want to check it out, then you know what to type in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sweatshirts, t-shirts, a sticker. You can get a white sweatshirt, you can get a red sweatshirt. And if you get any of that stuff, you should definitely tag us in pictures or, you know, you can DM us on Instagram, whatever We've works. We've been seeing some people with our merch and it's just makes cute. me so happy. I know. I love it. It's a smile so, on our face. Um, also, if you do send us stuff, we will probably ask if you would be okay with us reposting and then you could just let us know. So I think it's crucial that we start off by saying... What kind Why are of we so mad about this? Got us started talking about this and what have I been mostly talking to Megan about that's been bothering me so much? So... I have been seeing a lot of content on both TikTok and YouTube. That's Why been is it getting up. recommended to me? It's probably getting recommended know. because I like hate click on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I hate watching it. It's like it. I have to see what this person is selling or saying that they're doing, and then it keeps popping up again. Mm-hmm. Especially TikTok, like the For You page. I think they just love Gary Vee. Yeah. So, for Gary Vee, if you don't know who he is, I don't really know how to describe him. Here's what I... This is like what I think if you've never... If you don't know the kind of person we're talking about, here's I think like the most like the best way that I can describe to you that actually might be like encompassing to a lot of people so if you guys watch Cody Ko which I'm just assuming that a lot of people either know who Cody Ko is or watch him he does this series on his channel called that's cringe where he reacts to like videos that are just not good and a couple months ago or it might have been forever ago I don't know he reacted to this guy and his name is Dre Drexler I feel like he's the kind of guy Mm -hmm. so if you have watched that video that's honestly kind of, like, the realm that we're getting into. It's not exactly the same thing, but I feel like overall, same kind of vibe. How would you describe to it to someone who hasn't watched that video? So, essentially, the video that they're reacting to, this guy created a video where it's, like, his morning routine. And it's basically him saying everything he does 
in his morning. It's very like well shot, well put together. He like hired a videographer to make it happen. And it's like just narrated with his voice of the, I wake up and I, at 5.45 a.m. and I read my Daily Bible devotion. or I don't know what he, re- what he reads, but like they usually like read something in the morning and it's like, then I go for my morning workout and I, like it's just, you and I go and work at a coffee video. shop and I have to like grind it out for a couple hours. Hashtag hustle, grind, and you know, if no one's going to get after it unless you get after it kind of thing. And he's just like kind of, during his morning routine video, he's just like putting in little snippets of like, trying to motivate other people as well that are watching the video mm-hmm. and if that doesn't help you out enough i would just recommend going to watch the video and you'll be perfectly aware of this episode because we're gonna talk about it so gary v is in that similar thing like Ty he's Lopez. an older guy though. he's a middle-aged guy whereas like other people that are like in this category are usually teenagers i would say like that's mm-hmm. the primary Teenagers to, like, young 20s. But here's the difference is that the older people, like Ty Lopez and Gary Vee, they're the well-known ones who have a whole business, like, And they're marketing. actually rich, theoretically. I would assume they're well, rich. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I don't know their net worth, so. Well, we'll get into that. So, Ty Lopez, I'm sure you've seen his YouTube ads because who on this planet has not? I haven't seen them in a while, but he's the guy where it's, like, he's sitting in his garage, and he's got his Lambo behind him. He's like, I just bought this new Lambo, but you know what's better than this new Lambo? all these books that I have, because you know what's important? Knowledge. And, like, he says it like that. I don't think I've seen that ad. Okay, well, it's very popular. And basically, she's just like, you want to know how I got this Lambo? All of those, literally, regardless of if it's Ty Lopez, like, it's like a 30-second ad, and I hate even saying, like, hate admitting this, but, like, they'll be like, I'm going to tell, like, you something that's really important, and you're going to need to know what it's what I'm talking about, and I kind of, like, wait a little bit longer in the ad, see if they get to it, and then it's like, no, you really just need to, like, click the link and I'll tell you all about it and just blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, and skip ad. But what they don't tell you is that it's going to cost you money down the road. And, like, sometimes they'll try and, you know, bring you in. They're like, you can get a free call before, like, you have to pay for something. And it's like, it's all just BS to, like, oh, this is free. Oh, like, this is discounted. It's such a great deal. You know, I'll tell you all my business secrets because I'm rich and successful. And, like, you can be like me. And it's just annoying. So... Gary Vee has a TikTok, and I'm sure it's just another way that he can, like, use social media to spread his holy word. And I literally blocked him on TikTok because I didn't want him popping up on my For You page anymore. He basically just, it's not like, because he's obviously just trying to do this to anyone that is watching the videos to be like, stop being lazy, go do something, get, like, go make some money, go grind. If you go out and do it, like, there's going to be other people that aren't doing that, so you can be that person to Mm -hmm. go make some money. And... It's just annoying when it's like you're just trying to scroll through TikTok and watch some funny, entertaining videos, and all of a sudden Gary V just pops up on your For You page being like, you guys suck, like, college sucks, you're dumb, don't go to school. I've just, like, talking about some random ones that I've seen. I can talk about, I have, like, two specific examples that I've seen. The first one that I saw pop, pop up on my For You page was him saying, I, for 10 years of my life, I didn't go on any vacations, I didn't take a day off. I didn't buy Starbucks coffee. I didn't, like, do any small, expensive things. I just saved up my money, and then, you know, I invested it, and now I'm rich. And he, like, hates on people who spend money on small things, like getting their daily coffee, going on trips. Like, he just looks down upon that, and it's like, I'm not trying to get incredibly rich. I'm just trying to kind of enjoy my life every single day because there's no guarantee for the future. I'm not going to 
freaking save money for 10 years down the road when I might not even be alive. Like, you can't guarantee that. I think that is definitely two different mindsets that people have. And, like, I'm even saying that because, like, I know our dad probably has more so, like, the second mindset, whereas Save I'm your money, like, grind it out, enjoy your retirement. Life later. Like, what? Like, like what? I'm gonna be old. What if I have like legs that don't want to walk anymore? You know what I mean? Like, I'm hoping, like, hopefully I would retire before then, but you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, you yeah. never know. Why would I just grind it out, hashtag hustle, hashtag work, <laughs> um, rather than just like obviously be responsible with my money, but also try to, you know, go on vacation, see the world a little bit, travel. Have a family. And like, Gary, what, do you have a family? I have no idea. But what I realized is that I know some people, you know, want to be rich and that's their goal. And I don't really have anything against that. But I do want to remind people that being rich is so not necessary to live a fulfilled and happy. happy life. Obviously, I want to get into a place where I don't have any financial concerns. But like, that does he not has require, two kids. That does not require me kids. to be like completely rich. I'm hoping, like, I've seen the study, again, I haven't really looked into the study, but it's, like, people who make, you know, at least $75,000, like, once you make more than that, you don't get any happier, and obviously, like, that's relative, but I'm just saying, I just want to be happy I don't think that and these people free care. of financial burdens. <laughs> I feel like these people, and that's why you always see it in this type of content, like, it's always numbers-based, it's always about... You know, I know this person or like watch me and like how did I get to six figures a year? Like it's always numbers based. It doesn't have to provide any other value to you except for like here's the pathway on how to get there. Mm-hmm. Even though it's all fake and they can't help you get there. Like what if you could easily get there by following this person's business plan, I think every single person on the planet would be doing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? All right, and then the other side from like the Gary V, Ty Lopez's of the this world. This is just how we're like mad about it right yeah. now. Because it keeps popping up. Um There's also a bunch of college students who are talking about, like, they're making videos on YouTube of them being, you know, they're in college, but they're an entrepreneur, and, like, how do they do it? Because no one gets, like, what they're going through. And so I was like... I hope you guys enjoy our, like, impersonation of people like this. So I don't really want to share the name of the channel because I, like, don't want to be completely mean, but I will share some details (laughs) about why they've been annoying me. So as a college student, like, they posted a video, and it's like, day in life of... A college entrepreneur, blah blah blah, and so I was like, okay, let's see what they do. Mostly because I was curious about you what type of business do they something. did. Like I was like, maybe they're selling clothing, maybe they're doing something. And I was like, curious what their business was, only to find out that their business is just one of those fake life coaching, entrepreneurial like marketing scams. I can't. <laughs> and well, didn't you say, because you go through the video, he says he's an entrepreneur, like, it's in the title. Mm-hmm. He kind of talks about business. He's like, I'm working right now. But then doesn't say anything. Like, you would think if he was an entrepreneur, he'd be plugging constantly, like, what, what he does, what he's doing, how is that working with the business right now, especially if that's, like, in the title of the video. But people were commenting, what do you so, do? what's your business exactly? Like, wasn't quite clear and in the video. he would respond to the comments and be like, I'm actually really excited that you asked because I'll be posting soon. Turn on notifications. Shut oh. up. Like, that is so annoying. But uh, he did include a sample of one of his things he was doing for work. He is, what did it say? It was like... The way he titled, like, the little segments of his day, just to give you an idea. I don't remember the call portion... Maybe I will in a second. But it was like for the just to give you an, an idea. In the beginning, when he woke up at five forty-five in the morning, the first thing early, he did was grind. read, which is fine. You like okay, I should probably read in the morning. Like it probably no, is helpful. I don't know, but 
he titled that portion of the video or like added like a little subtitle and was like personal development reading okay even if that's exactly what it is and then it just he took a cold shower in the morning because like how many people like so many people like take a cold shower to wake you Steve up Steve Jobs and, like, does it or, you know you know this successful this guy does, does it. it he's like not it literally said in the video non-negotiable cold shower okay I take a hot shower and I do just fine <laughs> and then um so like later on in the day he's doing like he said he's doing like his work and I'm like okay I don't really know what that his means. deep work his but, deep work yeah whatever that means He's like, it's just like the important things to like keep the business going on a day to day to basis. Oh my god, database <laughs> on a day to day basis. And I was like, but what is your business like? What are you doing? I'm confused. You're just doing computer stuff, and I can't tell what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then he went to are his you mentor's emailing house. People, are you like you have no idea? Mm-hmm. So he went to his mentor's house because he was house sitting, and uh, he was like, oh, I have my. I really forget what he called this, but it was like a like. Check-in self-development call. call with one it of his clients. It wasn't self-development. I swear it had, like, performance call or something. Oh, like, high-performance high call. call. It was called a high-performance call. This is when someone reached out to him, was likely paying him to essentially gas them up and hype them up and be, like, all motivational and stuff. And that's his so business. He, yeah, his, his business is life coaching and connecting young entrepreneurs with mentors and we'll get into that because i have a perfect thing that i found online of like what that is but during his call he was like you know what like give me your top two goals i'm guessing is like what he said he just said top two he like so. didn't include this whole call it's just like yeah. bits and pieces of it and the guy was like well i'm studying for my midterms right now because like, he's probably a college student yeah like, trying to realistically he's like i'm studying for midterms right now like you know how it is i'm in college so and then he talked about how like he was hitting snooze and this is what the guy said. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure what he said and what Sears is about to say, he said he stole from someone. Like, that is not his thing. I've literally heard that before. But anyways, okay. go off. Well, he goes, you, here's what you Pretty did. Sure he stole that from Gary Vee. I'm not kidding. I wouldn't be surprised. I bet if I went to his Instagram, he, like, follows Gary Vee. Anyways, he says, he was like, so when you press snooze for, like, the extra 18 minutes, then you're telling your subconscious mind that you'd rather get 18 minutes of mediocre sleep rather than getting up going out there and living your passion shut up he's sleeping for 18 minutes because he's tired we don't all get that at 5 45 a.m <laughs> uh, it's so aggravating and then and what really got the rest me, of the day working out yeah and, like, getting he was cut. done showing his work stuff by 12 and he already like he ate lunch i swear he ate like three different meals he's well, like, no, that's he not like five meals but like it showed I guess he probably was up working at 7, but then it showed... And there was no schoolwork. Yeah. At least so this was a day in life of an entrepreneur and college student. But he were, you were working at a coffee shop or wherever in the morning, and then you were going and getting lunch, and then you were dry, You were commuting for an hour to get to your mentor's house. Then you were working for maybe another hour or two, maybe three, and then you were just watching your mentor's house, which also, this is probably more of me thing. I know people do have mentors, but like, who acted as a mentor? Like, I don't have a mentor. I sometimes hear people having mentors, but, like, what does that actually mean? I mean, I get a mentor, but I think it's, like, you need to find them organically. I think getting set up with a mentor, yeah, like, just doesn't work. It's not going to give you, like, actual value back, I feel like. It just has to be, like, I feel like family friends are good mentors, and I feel like if there's someone from your hometown where you were interested in, like, a career that they have, you know, growing up, then usually that can, like, happen pretty organically, but 
this guy's business was also my question is, and maybe I could email him and find out, but if he's setting up entrepreneurs with mentors, who's paying the mentors to be a part of this program unless they're just doing it because they rich, want Megan. to? They're already rich. And then who, like, how did he, how does he know these entre- entrepreneurs? How does he get them to actually agree with, like, his scam of a business to actually mentor these the people? the same as him, Megan. We literally went to his mentor's Instagram and his mentor and his bio was like, CEO of this seven-figure business and, like, I've helped over hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs. It's like 10,000 or something. I don't know. <laughs> And it's like, they're the exact same him. They're him, but grown up. And, like, what's crazy is that they make their money Off of by doing like exactly them. what he did. Like Because they're the kind of people where it's like, there are certain people that thrive off of business scams like that. That it's like, that's what speaks to the people that start the business. So, they're like, I know it's going to speak to these other people just like me. But I'm going to, like, take the easy way out. And, like, this is going to be my business. And that's how I'm going to be mm-hmm. successful. What and bothers me so much is that it's sort of this cyclical thing. Of Are these we about people, to get to your we will get quote? into the quote, but I kind of want to like preface it first because I knew in my head like why it bothers me so much, and then I found this article online. I found the article. Megan found it, and I, I read it really because I knew it was exactly what you were saying. And Sierra was like, "This, this is yeah. it. Like that's it." But before we get into that, what bothered me so much is that these people are saying like, "Oh, I'm grinding out. I'm a hustler. I'm an entre- entrepreneur." When all they're doing is like helping other you know, quote-unquote entrepreneurs, but, like, how are you helping them? Like, what like, validates you as an entrepreneur when, like, you're relying on them to help them out? And, yeah. like, you have, like, these claims that you're like, oh, I can help you out. But, like, when you first start, you don't have anything to back that up. But then, like, you get these people to join, and then that validates, you know, your original claim that you didn't actually have any validation for. In the but beginning. now you somehow, like, got people to actually, like, kind of think you, you were legit. And then somehow you kind of have people that you start helping out a little bit, and then... You somehow just keep going from there, and I just I just wonder how. All right. Here is this beautiful quote. It's from interviewwithyourconsciousness.com, and I'm going to mispronounce this author's last name, but the author of the article was Vlad Siupitu? I don't know. It's C-I-U-P-I-T-U. However you'd say so that. credit to I'm him sure. for this beautiful wording. Generally, these gurus that sell you fantasy stories are nothing more than frauds. Why? Because they do not have their own actual business going for themselves. They are not making money the way they promise that you will after your, the workshop finishes. Which is the Their key. business is you. They pretend to be experts in business, yet their business is about telling you how to make a business. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> it is crazy. Their business is about... Hold on, what do you say? Their business is telling you how to make a business. That is literally, like, the biggest paradox ever. Like, don't you, if you're trying to get help from someone or advice from someone, wouldn't you want to go to someone who has done exactly what you're doing? And the only tie that they can kind of make is, like, you want to, like, be your own boss, right? You want to be successful? I am my own boss, and I Because I've been telling you how to be successful. And it's like, well, that's not the same thing, because if, like, maybe you are now. Somehow, maybe, like, let's say you somehow got to this point of, like, now this weird business that you have is getting you, like, a pretty decent amount of money, and you are your own boss. It's like... Well, what'd you do in the beginning? Like, exactly. how do you even start? How do you start the business? Did you have experience on social media? Which, like, some of these people do. I kind of am like, okay, you probably make more from YouTube than you do with like your business. I don't know. I'm just like, sometimes I wonder how much like they use, you know, YouTube as an example of like just kind of like making more income, but also like saying, look at my business that's so successful, and like they can kind of build up their 
success at the same time by being like, well, I do have a YouTube channel now that's doing pretty good, but it's like simultaneously like going on at the same time as the business. Mm -hmm. And I just, it bothers me. I just, I'm like, and honestly, what bothers me more is the people that buy into it. Like as much as I hate what these people are doing for a business, there are people that believe them. And there are people that pay these people money and say, go to their workshops. You know what? I really want to hear your motivational talks. Like, instead of just looking at TED Talks on YouTube, they're like, I'll pay you money and I'll, I'll listen to you and somehow you can help me out. And it won't help me at all, but I'll listen. And it's annoying because, like, everyone knows. I can guarantee you've heard everything that these people are telling you. They're just like, like, are literally you every, TED co- every TED Talk, wow, TED Talk, every book that they write, every blog post they make, every video that they post, they're like... Are you grinding? You have to get out and hustle every single day. No one's going to work for you. You have to work Are you work sure for you're yourself. not being lazy for 10 minutes a day? I bet you are, and that's not why you're getting to where you want. You have to be grinding. You have to be hustling. Um, so I tried going to Reddit, as I do, to get more content for the podcast. Also, I figured out while kind of trying to research, because when me and Sierra first thought of this idea, I was like, what are they called? We were like, what do we search to try and find a name for this stuff? So I found out a couple different things. One article when I first searched I thought was going to be about this, but I didn't... I don't think it actually was fully talking about the same thing that I was, but I still liked the name of it. So we could potentially call these kinds of people startup scam artists. I thought that was pretty, you know, made sense. Um, but then after further research, I think they're actually just called internet gurus, which... that kind of a weird right? abandoned name. I would not have thought... Like a internet guru? Like internet guru just refers to like these specific business people, but like it's... That's as specific like as I found. Life coaches, but that's not like the exact like full same thing. It's not. But on Reddit, everyone just calls them like internet gurus. I was on the r slash entrepreneur subreddit trying to find stuff. Which is annoying because like some of it's people some like hating on these and some people like are these people. Yeah, so it's and they like, love it. And right? they just... So you guys know that we like to look at things from multiple perspectives. And as much as we're ranting during this episode... I did find someone with a valid point that I wanted to share because it's only fair. So I was looking on the subreddit. I was searching, I think, Gary Vee's name, just seeing what popped up. And someone just asked, who do you guys prefer, Ty Lopez or Gary Vee? So again, just two people that are these internet guru people that either entrepreneurs love or entrepreneurs hate. Most people were saying that they hated both of them, didn't like either of them, didn't listen to them, and like they're just busy focusing on their own business, good for them. That's probably what you should be doing. But one guy did have the point of saying, yes, all you're getting from these guys is, like, the motivational stuff. Like, they're not actually providing you with any valuable, I think they call it actionable stuff. Like, they can't tell you what to do. It's literally just get out there and do it. And it's like, do what, Gary Vee? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Gary Vee, what am I supposed to do? But, like, that's all they're providing you, and, like, hopefully just, like, people will buy into that motivation. Like, that's 98% of what they're selling you. But then the guy made the point of, you don't need to listen to the content they're making, but, (laughs) what am I saying? Um, But you should be looking at what are they doing to stay relevant, or, like, they have some sort of business. Like, they're making ads and showing up on your For You page for a reason. Somehow they have, like, an income that they're making, and so looking at it from that sense and trying to apply whatever you can to your business. So one guy was saying, Gary Vee makes videos every day, every single day that are very, like, engaging to the kinds of people that like those videos, and that's what keeps him relevant. And so if it's necessary, you could apply that to your business and say, I should be making regular content, I should be using social media if that's necessary, 
So it and sounds really like, like that's the only kind of thing you can take from those people. So it sounds like and he was saying free. exactly. Uh, he doesn't listen to Gary Vee for like the motivation aspect, but he's like, hey, he is successful. So like, what is he doing? He's a thing? smart businessman, but in a way that's like not annoying. <laughs> in a way that's lacking integrity, which is why it's annoying to mm-hmm. me. I think um, that if you're going to be an entrepreneur, like, you have to have a product or a service that you believe in, and, like, those businesses just, like, are not... There's nothing tangible there. Exactly, and I, I don't know how to, like, word this, because, like, I guess I don't know anything that I, like, besides that where it'd be intangible that you have to pay for, but if you're selling something and you're building a business, give people something in return. Give them something that they can actually use or, like, Like, okay, apply. if you're... Like, because there are people that do help mentor people or help provide ideas and stuff and do some sort of, like, online coaching, I would say. But it's, like, usually well, like for consulting. things... I feel like yeah. it's a better yeah. thing. Consulting. <laughs> Is that the same thing? Um, and so, let's say someone's, like, trying to... Like, I guess, for example, we went to an ACT tutor for, you know, a guy that, like, we wanted to improve our ACT score. So, we're, like, we sought out a guy to help us do that, he was had proof to say, I have taken all these tests and done really well in them, and I've helped all these students do really well, like, tangible stuff. Which is, like, even before he probably had, like, students come to him, like, obviously, how do you get students to come to you in the first place? He's probably like, I have taken the ACT, like, X many times. I know how it works. Here's my scores that I've gotten. I just took this, like, and I got a 30 Like, that's something you actually it. practice, whereas, like, this, these people, like, they're saying, I have experience building a business when I haven't, this is my first business. Welcome to my first business. Like I have no experience building a business, but now I'm going to help you build your business. And I don't know what your business, like every business is so different, but like I'm supposed to help you build a business from like my business building business. So I'm saying that coaching is not the issue here. It's the things that people are being coached on and whether or not you can actually do that. So like ACT, yes, you can tutor people and help coach people better ways to take the ACT, and we ended up both getting the scores that we needed after going Mm -hmm. to him, so I would say that it worked, whereas I feel like, especially because the clients that most of these people have are just young entrepreneurs that literally, like, probably don't know where to start and are trying to kind of grasp grasp for straws. And unfortunately, I think what they lack is the action that these people are saying, go do stuff, and the people are like, good idea, but I don't know I came to you. Isn't isn't that something? Like, you know, they're probably like, this was what I was doing. I'm going to you. And then they're like, I don't have much to say except for grind a little bit harder and check in with me next week and I'll do your hype call again. And And I can The issue is that these businesses are so broad because they cannot be specific enough to, like, you know, a clothing business, a, I don't know what other business to say right now off the top of my head, but, like, they cannot get specific enough to help you with what you're specifically trying to do. All they can say is to, like, go do things. So, if you're looking to start your own business, maybe instead of looking towards these people, look for someone who's been successful. Like, like I'm kind of saying, get a mentor, even, but... Well, it's like, okay, go find other entrepreneurs that, like, have either a similar business or even just like, a legit business. Like, have experience in what you're trying to do. Don't and, like, they have their just, own like, value. And they're not trying to, like, they, their business model, if it doesn't revolve around someone else probably a good thing that probably means that you can go actually ask them for advice and say like they could let you know actual stuff that they did that helped their business and beyond just getting people to like come to your business and like you need people so get people to you know get you revenue and stuff like that so like if you're trying to open up a floral shop 
Are you going to go to Gary Vee and be like, Gary Vee, like, what do I do? Or are you going to go to a florist that's already open and say like, hey, how'd you start your business? You know, or even a family friend that opened up a business and say, I don't even know where to start. Can you help me out? How do you go about starting a business? How do you get a building? I mean, that's like people that like legit are starting their own business. And I know some stuff, especially with today's, you know, in today's day and age, is that what you say? Today's day and age, you don't always need like a <laughs> tangible location. A lot of people can do stuff remotely. So I'm not saying you have to have all that stuff as far as creating your own business. But just a classic example because people used to always, like, need to rent places out and stuff. And, like, I consider myself a pretty self-motivated individual. So maybe I just, like, truly do not understand these people. Because, like, not even just related to entrepreneurship and business stuff. But, like, I see people post things all the time where it's like, Hey, guys, I'm just, like, feeling really unmotivated to, like, study. Like, what should I do and it's like study? Uh, well, do it. Study? Like, <laughs> unfortunately... The world, Some people just no need to be answer. told to do things and they know, like they know in their heart of hearts that the only answer to what they're trying to say is to just do things, but they just don't they want to so find like, another answer. They're like, what else could I do? Like they want to find the easy way out. And maybe that's what these people feel like these services or these companies offer is like some sort of easy way out to like not some have get to. rich quick thing where it's like they say like they trick you with these five simple steps to you know going from ten dollars to six figures and it's like it's <laughs> not five simple steps even like literally on their website i think it was either i don't remember if it was ty lopez or gary v but on their websites it's like asterisk you're not guaranteed to make money like you could stay the same you could lose money you could make money like we aren't guaranteeing anything because they can't like, there's nothing saying that their method is 100% works 100% of the time, and you could very well be in the same boat as many people that go through whatever service they provide and not make any sort of difference in where you want to be at, but you did lose money and you gave them money and now they're better off either way. Speaking of losing money, I kind of want to talk about the different manifestations of this entrepreneurship grind, hustle kind of ideal. I also kind of want to shout out a YouTuber that I watch, (laughs) Tiffany Ferg. If you don't watch her videos, she does really, she has a great series on her channel called Internet Analysis, and she has kind of this like dual series of uh, talking about MLMs and like the girl boss narrative that they provide. you don't know what an MLM is, even though I feel like most people do at this point, it stands for multi-level marketing, and it's all of those products that people sell like on an individual basis where you have to go to those little parties usually get into that uh and then she has a second video where it's talking about kind of like the male focus of this entrepreneurship like ty lopez gary v grind hustle Hustle culture culture (laughs) so if you guys are you know still interested in this topic after this podcast i highly recommend you go and watch those because like the entire time i'm watching those videos i'm just like yes someone else get it gets it and it's verbalizing exactly exactly what i'm thinking so uh, we kind of already covered, like, the hustle culture guys, like, big cars. That was a whole and, episode. Yeah. So, for MLMs, uh, we can kind of keep describing it. Basically, like Megan was saying, it's essentially a legal pyramid scheme. And if you're not sure, like, if something falls into being an MLM or, MLM or not, usually a good way to tell is if there's people that work under other people and they try to recruit new members to, like, their it's quote, always, unquote, team. Like, the thing that's always known, like, MLMs are known for always reaching out to 
other women because it's usually women run businesses and it's always like you get messages saying hey if you want to be self-employed like come join my team we're selling an amazing project we're selling an amazing product come join us you can make so much money working at home by yourself being in charge stuff like that it's selling you know a life where you can usually it's targeted at stay-at-home moms a lot or just moms in general to be like you could be a stay-at-home mom and um I mean even like our older sister Haley like got messaged trying to like I've I've gotten messaged yeah. too just from like random people being like hey girl love hey girl. your feed and you have like an amazing reach so I think like if you really you could really make something good happen if you wanted to come join me and my team with this certain product so mm-hmm. um it could be hair related stuff I don't think that Maggie listens to our podcast but Maggie joined the Monet hair was it Monet it was a hair one the only one I can think of is Monet. She joined it for, like, a day. I actually don't know if she... I know she's not in it anymore. And when she joined, me, Sierra, and Haley were all like, Maggie, you're literally in a pyramid <laughs> scheme right now. What are you doing? But they target people, like, especially, like, college students because college students are broke and, like, don't have time to go work a job all the time. And so Maggie was like... She knew the person, I think. So she was mm-hmm. like, okay, it sounds pretty good. I'll just make some money. And... The way that you lose money on these things is because you have to buy your own stock. And that's what the companies want because once you buy it from them, they've already made their profit. And so now you're just hoping that you can sell what you bought so that you can actually make a profit. But all these products usually suck. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And so I know LuLaRoe is like one of the biggest ones. And like, how are they even... How are they even a company? The leggings are the ugliest things I've ever seen. Like the designs are way too out there, but I guess it appeals to like a wide enough audience because they like some people do really well selling those leggings but then there's like quality control issues if there's you know things of different people that are in LuLaRoe that buy a you know x amount of inventory and then they get the inventory and it's completely damaged and they already like, bought they it already they can't it. get rid of it and now they're just like in the hole and they can't sell any of it because no one's going to buy it and so the thing is that um, these also always work off commission too. And so the more people that you get to work under you, like all these people still just work within the company. They don't make any money from outside sales. Usually it's just that if someone's working under you and they organize or like they order maybe, you know, 20 leggings and then the person above them gets a commission based off just like what they bought. doesn't even matter what they sell. They get a commission based off of what that person bought. And then it keeps going up and up. So that's why only the people at the top make their money back. So those people try and recruit more people under them because they're like, well, my selling's not going great, but if I can get, like, X amount of people underneath me... And get commission. Then I'll make money off of them. And the people underneath end up being like, I'm not making any money. I need to get people underneath me so that I can, you know, do this stuff. And what's sad is that all these people within MLMs will tend to, like, have this false narrative that they're presenting into the world, and they'll say oh, I'm so successful, like, I've never been more financially free, and, you know, I'm going on vacation, I've never done that before, or, like, I just got a new car. It's honestly sad, because I feel like so many people relate to this, like, having, you know, family members involved. There was someone in our family that was in an MLM for quite a while, and it's, like, first of all, like, you have to feel bad, because, like, social media-wise, they have to post so much about it to try and even do well but then they also push people away because people are like what is this person doing i know most people are anti-mlm and so they get annoyed with the people they start like saying okay stop we get it and then it just annoys people and no one's gonna actually help them but they're like i have to post about this i have to try and like make my money back and so it really just puts 
the people that get roped into into a very not great situation. And, you know, they post all about how great it is, how, like, the opportunities it provides them to, you know, be a stay-at-home mom or work less. And then, guess what? A couple months later, they end up quitting, and it's like, oh, so the MLM was not working out. Kind of want to end this episode off by just saying, if you guys are ever approached by an MLM, do not join it, because you will not make money. And if you were to make any small amount of money, I guarantee literally any other job would be better. Yeah, like, if you were to break it down as far as, like, the amount of work you would put into versus how much you'd actually make, like, I'm sure your hourly wage would be horrendous. So it just, it wouldn't be worth your time, even though it's, like, theoretically you're working, you know, on yourself. There's no boss. If you're not making any money, then is it really worth all the work that you're putting into it? And, yeah, so... I also want to say MLMs. one thing, like, I think a true entrepreneur is someone who is working hard at also, their businesses. this whole time we have not been referencing us because we're not talking about us at all. Like, we're not even in, like, the same category, I feel like, you know? There's entrepreneurs and then there's social media people. I don't necessarily consider us to be in the same category. So this whole time when we're bashing these people, I just want to make it clear that we're not saying that we're the alternative. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> But I don't know if you guys know Dr. Mike. I just cannot give him enough praise because, like, think about this. He is a legit medical doctor who is still Medical practicing. doctor. What? I just think it's funny you worded it like that. Well, there's other types of doctors. I know. He's a legit medical doctor. Physician. Physician, whatever you want to say. He has his own, like, large social media brand that I'm sure he that makes he a ton of money on. Built. And he doesn't say anything about it. He just makes videos, calls it a day. Sure, he vlogs in his nice cars driving himself to work, but that's it. Like, he doesn't say, you know, oh, I, like, grind it out. I make so much money. I'm a doctor and I make a ton of money online. Like, he must be absolutely killing it. I'm just assuming. Yet he doesn't say a word. You gotta respect those people. what I love. And that's the tea. I really love Dr. Mike. I think we've talked about him multiple times on this podcast. I just think he's a great stand-up guy and... You guys should go. You should all go check him out because he's great. Well, I think that's gonna be it for this episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. I also hope that I think it just felt like ranting a little between bit. Between our you know? screams of anger, you got something out of this. And please do not support these people because they're, they're just trying you. to make money off of you, and you won't get anything in return. We're warning you. You're on your own now. <laughs> if you We're still, sending you off. If you still fall for it, that's on you. All okay. right. Don't forget to check out our merch. Make sure you look at our, you know, got we've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, stickers, all that stuff with a really cute logo on it. Uh, with the Instagram post that is about this episode, please, please, please go and comment something Any on it. Any experiences you've had, this have people reached out to you to join an MLM? Did you have a family member in an MLM? Those are probably like the most applicable stories, but also do let us know your thoughts on these kinds of people. All right, I think that's going to do it for today. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye! Bye.